the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're all about delivering great content, thoughtful discussions, and tips and tricks to help you truly get the most out of your life and business. And here's your charismatic host, me, Matt Browning. Hey, good evening. I'm back. I'm back. It's been a couple of weeks, or I guess one week really, and it's back from Mondays with Matt on a bonus episode of the podcast. Um, glad to be back. It is a little after 9 o'clock on Mondays. I record this live on my Facebook page. So if you are listening to this and you want to engage, make sure you head over to Facebook. You can find me at uh, M Browning is my profile and my Matt Browning page, facebook.com slash Matt Browning. You'll find it there too. Um, hey, Wes. Hello, Nikki. Oh, that's a cool spelling. N-I-Q-U-E, Nikki. I think that's Nikki. Yeah. Yvonne's on. Awesome. So let's get rolling. So today I put a little description up top. Uh, I am blessed, grateful, and exhausted. Um, it is pretty intense. Uh-oh. I got, oh, okay. We got the connection back again. It's been a long week. I have, um, <laughs> in the last week and a half or so, we did a trainer's training which is a two-day uh, uh, training to teach our leaders to get ready for a workshop coming up. We did a, a day break, which on that break, of course, I had church. I preached at church, which is awesome. Then we had a Monday through Saturday, 12 hours a day, six days in a row, influence mastery speaker training, which was incredible. And man, like <laughs> also very intense. And we finished that. That was Saturday night. And then we took the leaders and the trainers out for, uh, for some celebration. I get back home at like one thirty on Saturday night, uh, wake up and I got to, again, blessed, got to preach a message at church on Sunday morning and connect with so many guests and, um, awesome, uh, visitors that came out after they attended the seminar. A lot of people came out to the service, which is cool. That was yesterday. And got a little bit of uh, time down, time with the family, with, with Lola and Val. And then Monday morning, uh, getting ready, headed out about 8, 30, 9 o'clock and caught a flight to uh, Reno to get to Lake Tahoe. And I just finished speaking at Laurel Langemeyer's event today. And I'm in the hotel room right now and I will be flying home tomorrow morning early. So it has been, uh, it has been a nonstop week and a half. So if I haven't replied to a text, I'm sorry. Uh, if you're waiting on me, just remind me again. I promise I'm here. So without any further ado, let's get into what this Monday night is all about. And I thought, what better way to start it than with some leadership lessons that I've picked up over the last week. Um, leadership is this term that gets thrown around a lot lately. And oh, not to mention when I got, uh, when I got to Reno and got my car, um, we also bumped and did a leadership debrief call for a couple hours, and I did it on the car on the way from the airport down to, uh, to Tahoe, which is like an hour drive, and, uh, and that was a ton of fun. But you know, throughout the time, a couple things I picked up that I want to share with you. Um, three simple keys around leadership. Now, obviously, there's so much to leadership, but one of the things that struck me a ton during this week was the need to always keep your outcomes in mind. And as, as we step out, whether you know, you're stepping out into your life, into your business, into some kind of a leadership role, um, when there's people around you, right? Team around you, clients around you, friends around you, whoever, kids around you. Ask yourself, what are your top outcomes? What are your goals, right? And, and people use goals a lot, but usually goals are kind of connected to like achievement. And I'm not talking about outcomes in terms of achievement. I'm thinking about outcomes more like intentions, so if I, for instance, have a relationship 
what's my, my highest intention for that relationship? And then as it goes through twists and turns, right? Sometimes I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a joint venture relationship and I realize, hey, this is a great person. We really like each other. But the, the intention for really creating this bond is so that we can prosper each other and we can support each other's business. So I need to keep that in mind because the relationships can change over time. I look at the relationship with my wife and I think, well, what's the highest intention? Well, obviously it's, it's to, to glorify God through who we are together, to love each other. So I never want to forget that as an intention, right? So whether there's, uh, you know, which we actually it's been quite a long time. I was thinking about whether we're fighting, but I don't remember the last time I fought, which is amazing. That's so great. I love you, honey. <laughs> this is great. Um, but, you know, if, we're, if we have a fight or if we're disagreeing on something or, you know, even just not seeing eye to eye on what we're supposed to do next as a family or, uh, you know, whatever it is. I got to remember, what's my intention here? What's the outcome for this relationship? Um, clients, what's the outcome? Well, if someone hires me, right, to come into their business or as an executive coach or goes to a seminar to learn from me, I got to remember, what is the intention of this person? Their intention wasn't to be a client of mine. Right? Does it make sense? Their intention was to either become a great speaker or to add tools to their tool belt as a coach or to go through personal transformation or to change their corporate culture, right? Whatever their intention is, I need to keep in mind as a leader what their intention is or their outcomes and what my intention is and what my outcome is. And as long as I keep that in mind, as twists and turns happen, as the environment changes, as a relationship changes, I can always come back to sort of like ground zeros. Okay, hang on, like what are we here for again? That's right, this person needs big transformation. That's what they're looking for. This other person, they really wanted to grow these skill sets. That's what they're looking for. And it came very clear during our six-day event. I was going to bring my phone a little closer. I'm on the, the phone for the Facebook Live right now. Um, it became really clear during the event because as the week went on, it was obvious when different people had different intentions in mind. And if I try to, if I try to get everybody, like in a group, right, leading a group, if I try to get everybody's intention to all match, I'm ultimately going to serve nobody, right? I'm going to try to give a generalized message and nobody will really get what they want. So instead, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at like what are, what does each individual person really want, and then I'm gonna spend time, whether it's 30 seconds on a break or it's you know a 90 second bit from a stage, might not be for everyone in the room, but a handful of people, I'll stop and I'll do something just for them because I know that's what's really important to them. And so so find a way to make sure you can help fulfill the intentions of your group and of your people. Okay. Let's see what else is going on. All right, number two I had in mind is trust, oh, uh, uh, realize that things are going to change. Oh, and Lola is actually on right now, at least for a second. Love you, honey. I just, we, I was just FaceTiming. Uh, I just actually just hung up from FaceTiming Lola and Val to say goodnight because I'm in Tahoe and they're in Orange County. Uh, missed them, but it was nice to see them and Val made some funny faces. So, uh, yeah, so now I'm on with you, which is even cooler as well, you know? Uh, well, not cooler, but you know what I mean, right? God first, my wife then, then my son. But you guys are right there, right? Like you're, like you're super, super important to me, and I want you to know that. All right, moving on. Um, the second key was, as a leader, realize that um, things can and will always change. So even though you set your intentions, and whether it's an intention for a person or intention for yourself, you got to realize that as soon as you get to the environment, uh, things change, 
right? I know like uh, in, in different branches of the military, they'll say like, you know, battle plans are only good until you hit the ground, right? Because basically the moment we hit the ground and start doing it, things are going to shift. Timelines change, people change. And there's a presupposition or an assumption that we carry in the field of NLP, which is, you've heard me talk about this probably every episode, and neuro-linguistic programming. One of the, there's several different assumptions. Ooh, in fact, that would be a great podcast episode. I could do a few episodes getting into some of these assumptions. So a presupposition in NLP is an assumption that we assume is true about the world or about people but they're things that we assume are true because they make sense. And we can't necessarily prove they're true. But it doesn't matter because if we live our life by those assumptions, we will tend to produce better results. So one of those assumptions is what we call playfully the law of requisite variety, which is a really weird name for something quite simple, which is simply the law of requisite variety in NLP says that the person with the most flexibility will always control the system. The person with the most flexibility always controls the system, right? And when, so I was just looking at the comment, that was really funny. Wes just said, everyone who has a plan till they get punched in the face, Mike Tyson. I love that, right? I think Roman Reigns on WWE said it too. Yep, you got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. But you know me, I'm always gonna bring it back to wrestling. Anyways, the point of the story is whoever has the most flexibility will always control the system, meaning they'll always get what they want. They'll always find the best outcome. Think about it. If I am more flexible than the environment around me, that means I have more ways to win than the environment has ways to shut me down. Let's put it this way. Let's say you want to have a good day. I want to have a good day, right? Well, the environment might be against you. The environment might put traffic there might be rain or, or, or hail or some kind of a weather. There might be someone you run into that has a bad attitude. You might make your smoothie and then drop. The, I've done that before. Isn't that terrible? Have you ever done that? You, t- you make a, a smoothie. It's brand new, fresh, amazing. You're ready to go. Right about to walk out the door and you drop it and the glass just breaks. And not only do now you have a big glass mess, but now you have a big smoothie mess and you don't even get to drink the dang thing in the first place. So let's just say you have all those things going on. Well, if the only way for you to feel happy or successful is to know that everything's going to work out the way you need it to work out, right? That the smoothie's going to be good and you're going to be able to have that and you'll feel full and the weather's going to be great and there won't be any traffic and you'll only find nice people with drum circles and, and, and seventh chakras and everything's going to be awesome. If that's the only way for you to be happy, you're going to be severely disappointed because life is going to change and it's going to happen at you, right? Um, The law of of requisite variety says that if I have more flexibility than the system I live in, I will be more successful because I will find ways to be successful, right? If the environment is more flexible, they have more ways to mess up my day than I have ways to make a good day, guess what's going to happen? Eventually, I'm going to lose out. You know, I talk about this in parenting a lot. Um, The reason why uh, sometimes, you know, kids will throw fits or... Um, parents feel like, oh my gosh, I just, you know what? I'm going to give in. I'm tired. I get it. And, and I do get that. Trust me. I have a seven-year-old. I love him, but man, I get just being tired <laughs> and saying, you know what? Fine. Take it. Um, but sometimes, sometimes it comes down to who has more flexibility. 
And I find often, right, you know, you go to the grocery store and you see the kid in line and, and, and they want to get the candy bar. And the parent says, well, I don't want you to have the candy bar. And the kid says, yeah, but I really want it. And the parent says, yeah, I really don't want you to have it. It's, you know, you haven't had supper yet, so you're not going to go. And we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? Eventually, though, the kid has more ways to get the candy bar than the parent has ways to say no. That's flexibility. So if the kid has a hundred different ways to get the candy bar, they ask, they look with puppy eyes, they try to logic it out, they throw a fit. The parent just says, no, uh, we can't afford it. No, I don't want it on right now, right? And, and, and if that's what's happening, if that's the only way that you have to say no, eventually you're going to run out of ways, right? So again, consider in leadership, as a leader, you must be the most flexible person in the room. You know what? That's my nugget for tonight. Be the most flexible person in the room if you claim to be the leader. You need to be more flexible than your client, more flexible than your team, more flexible than the environment, more flexible than the media, more flexible than the naysayers, more flexible than anyone around because things will happen. Man, I've had sales days when it was, I was on top of the world. I've had sales days when I bombed. I've had, uh, I've had people give me feedback that was unbelievable. Like this last week, my heart is so full. It was amazing. You know, I just person after person after person, I, I couldn't believe it almost, kept coming up at the end of the event or, or during the events and saying, thank you so much. This was amazing. It was the best event I've ever had. Crazy experience. And, and I know it sounds like maybe I'm, I'm like tooting, you know, the horn of what we do, but man, the feedback was incredible. I have not, I was telling the team today at the debrief call, I think today or this last week was probably the best deep level fulfillment, meaning our six day uh, kind of deep dive events. I think it was the best one I've done at least the top three, if not the top one in over 10 years. Uh, it, it was incredible. It was just on all levels, we were firing on all cylinders. The leaders were awesome. The trainers were awesome. Um, the, the team was amazing. The clients were off the charts. It was just so much fun. But when they came up to me, they would say that. But I've also had feedback of people that said, I hate you. You're the worst person on earth. You're Satan incarnate. Um, I went on the radio one time. Man, this was crazy. And that afternoon, somebody hated me so much on the radio that they, they went and found me on my, they found my personal website and they submitted a contact form. They went to all the trouble. And in the notes, they wrote that I was the worst person in the world and they couldn't believe what was happening and, and, and they hoped that I, I, I die and have a terrible life and my kids should be taken from me. And like, I mean, they just, you know, they, they heard like a 15 minute snippet of me talking about NLP on the radio and all of a sudden, like they hated everything about me. And so one, I thought that's awesome because I haven't gotten a lot of hate mail and I'm really excited that I think I'm starting to make waves and I'm starting to get some hate mail. So yay. Trust me, if you want to comment below and tell me that I suck, like I actually kind of don't mind. I'm excited to get love and hate mail, you know? Um, that's, that's the sign of moving, I suppose. So um, I'll get all sorts of different things, right? But I have to be the one who's most flexible. If I have more flexibility than anyone around me, I will always find a way. I get the hate mail and I go, oh, cool, that means I'm trying hard enough. I get the love mail and I say, oh, cool, that means that they get my heart, right? I'm flexible enough to, to make a great meaning out of whatever I want to make it out of. So just kick it around and ask yourself, are you flexible? And the third thing and the last thing I'll leave you with is through all this, no matter whether you're working on a venture or you're raising a kid or you're asking somebody out or you're writing a book or you're starting a movement or whatever it is, right? Trust your unconscious mind. 
trust a part of your mind that beats your heart 100,000 times a day, that breathes you while you sleep, that takes care of you. Just trust that you have intuition inside you. You have a mighty warrior inside you that knows what it's doing, right? And then when you get into a situation, the reason why you, and I'm talking to you, the reason why your DNA is right here, right now, think about all of your ancestors that ever lived. All of them have lived and died for one reason. All of their lives have become a sum total of your life today. You living here, right here, right now, the entire reason they ever existed is for you to do something great. So at the risk of sounding inspirational, it's Monday night, but go out there and do something. You have four days left of the week. It's a big, big week. If you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday, man, I apologize for the math. You got three and a half days right left for the rest of the week to do something great. Trust your unconscious mind to do something great. Record a video. Start writing something. Write that blog. Write a book. Um, you might not finish the whole thing, but like, get the first two paragraphs of the first chapter and, and you might not do anything with it, but like, get the momentum out and do something. You'll feel so good when you do. I'll tell you this. When I finish following my unconscious mind, I've never once at the end said, oh, I'm so bummed I did that. I wish I just sat around and didn't believe in myself. Right? Like we always say, like, you know, I've never felt bad about taking solid action. I've never gone to the gym and then afterwards thought, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I mean, I, I've said it in the moment, right? But afterwards, I've never said, I wish I didn't go to the gym. I wish I stayed home and ate Cheetos and played Xbox. I've never said that before. I like Cheetos every now and again. Cheat day, Cheetos. I like Xbox. But I never wish I didn't take the action. I never wish I didn't step up and step out. I never wish that I didn't do the thing that I know I was called to do. So, you know what? I'm going to end on that inspirational note. Keep your outcomes in mind. Know that things are going to change. When they change, it's okay. Um, keep your intention in mind. Try, be, more, be more flexible than anyone else. And ultimately, trust your unconscious mind that's guided you this far. You'll continue to get guided. You'll continue to do great things. Um, leave a comment below if you haven't already. Um, comment yes, comment no, comment good stuff. Um, comment whatever you want to comment so I know that you're paying attention to this. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're getting this on a stream somewhere, uh, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're listening to this uh, on the podcast, make sure you subscribe. And if you don't mind, if you haven't already, could you go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review? That would be a big deal. Um, if you're on Facebook right now, by the way, the link is in the uh, is in the title or the description. You can go right there and subscribe and rate and review. It means a lot to me. It really helps because uh, as the numbers grow, I know that I'm doing this for you and I know that you're getting something out of it. Um, and also, it really, really helps to start to build a platform that, uh, that I can start bringing other people onto this uh, and picking their brains as well. So thanks for spending your Monday night with me for uh, at least uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, have an awesome, awesome week. Go kick ass and I'll see you soon. Bye.